Oh, who the fuck are you? As far back as I can remember, I always wanted to be a gangster. When did mediocrity and banality become a good image for your children? Fuck you if you can't understand it. Why can't you ever say something useful for a change? Now go home and get your fucking shine box. Welcome Dave. To the apology tour. Oh shit, that was quick. Alright, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> what, no, what were no, you going to say anyway? No, Sorry, you said Dave. Oh, I was going to... No, it's, it's fine. It's all good. Are you no, what sure? I was, yes, yes. I was saying... I was saying... Um, what really... Oh, fuck. I'm still... I'm still... <laughs> thrown off. <laughs> alright, alright. Let me break. Carl just had a stroke. Yeah. Is, is I what am seriously um, about to phone Anna and tell yeah. her to... Tell her to check on you, dude. Yeah. Ah, <laughs> oh, I don't know. All day today, I can't seem to focus for more than five minutes. I end up I end up cleaning for like three hours because I was just hey, like, "Hey, can you do me a favor? Reset. Can you stick both hands up in the air?" Yeah. 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 All right. Why? Smile. Okay. Why? Both both sides going. Yeah, 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 yeah. One side is it? One side is All right. I'm just checking, man. What I, I want you to be safe. <laughs> what really, what really got me um, confident that I'd like Black Adam is that I read today that it's got a lower uh, Rotten Tomato score than Man of Steel, and I was like, well, you know what? I fucking love Man of Steel, so. The lower it is, the probably more I'll like it. <laughs> so yeah. I'm looking, I'm looking for it. You know what? That's probably fair. Rotten Tomatoes has shit on some of the movies I love the most. Alright, the, the the scores for that for that thing are so so out of whack. Like it's just I, I feel I really do feel like there's no rhyme or reason to it because like there will be there'll be films where the audience score is really low and the critic score is really high which you're sort of like yeah all right like critics have a different eye whatever but I'll watch it and then I'll be like oh no I actually really do like it and then there'll be other ones that are the complete opposite and then I'll like I'll also really like it and I'm just like what yeah this thing don't there's, don't there's no point in it, it existing. The yeah. the only reason Rotten Tomatoes exists is to create conflict. Mm. That's the only reason it's well, around. That's yeah. the reason why that's, fucking the internet exists now. I'm I'm fairly uh, certain is to just create conflict for the people. Yeah, that seems totally totally like plus <laughs> like that makes so much sense. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and some of the comments you read from the critics too, it's like. It's like who made who decided you were a critic? You're like you're a you're a goddamn fucking moron. That's that's what you are. Yeah. Well, I feel like there are some critics out there that are just they they go into a a movie um, expecting it to be a certain way when they really shouldn't. Like if someone's going into a fucking superhero movie expecting something you know cerebral and fucking thought-provoking then you're an idiot <laughs> yeah you yeah exactly yeah and that's that's what i think happens a lot of the time is people people will watch like the latest mcu film and and they'll just be like like a critic that normally watches you know goes to film festivals and and watches art house films will this will come across the desk, they have to watch it, and then they, they just bash it. Because, like, yeah, because, it, yeah. like, look, it wasn't made for you. It was made yeah. for people who already, who loved the last Thor Love and Thunder. So they will love, you know, Wakanda forever. 
So yeah, it, it's not like they don't really have to reinvent the wheel here. They just have to hit all the fucking hit all the beats. Like here, here's remember this person. You love this. You love this character, right? Here they are, once again. So and then hit all the fucking um. Well, whatever, it's numbers, isn't whatever, it? Yeah, whatever's <laughs> trending on social media, whatever the outrage is this week, it's like, mm. yeah, make sure that they focus in on that in the film at some point because, heaven forbid, somebody has a platform and doesn't use it. But, yeah, let's not fall down that rabbit hole. <laughs> that was more for me, not for you two. But, <laughs> yeah. no, I can, I can dig it. So what else has been happening? Not much. I uh, I started oh. watching Dharma today. Mm. What do you think? I am. Oh, well, I haven't finished it yet. I'm only three. Wait, what, what? What is that? Three episodes in the Jeffrey Dharma series on Netflix. No, I'm not familiar. Um, I'm really fucking enjoying it. To be honest. Yeah. Yeah. I've I've, I've heard I've heard positive things. Yeah, like the the second it started. Like, I was captivated. I was so drawn in and fascinated. And, like, I, I know his story anyway and whatever, but watching Evan Peters play him is something something to watch. I, I actually feel kind of concerned for him, <laughs> I guess. Oh, really? Yeah. To get into that dude's mind, like, it, you got to be... Yeah, you got to be something, mm. something special, I think. To come away from it unscathed anyway. Yeah. Fuck. That's, that's why actors get paid the big bucks. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's not what I really... I was, I was watching a video last week where, to do with Dharma as well, and there was a shot of Dharma uh, in the courtroom in, like, an orange jumpsuit, like, in his prison outfit, and he's, like, looking at the camera. And I shit you not, my first thought was, he looks like my friend's ex. And, oh. <laughs> <laughs> and I, was just, I was like... Fuck me, that suits him so well as well, because he just looks like a fucking serial killer. <laughs> like, he, he would shoot up a school with no Jeez. fucking issue. Ugh. Yeah, he needs to be on the list then. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Somewhere. Yeah. Surely. Yeah, I've, 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 I've heard nothing but sort of positive things. Um, or, you know, actually, I take that back. I've heard... Um, it just seems to be with every new release of... Um, film or TV show now, there seems to be a controversy around it. So, this is like, I've heard nothing... Either that or everything just gets hyped beyond belief for no reason. Yeah, yeah. That too. Um, it's strange. It, look, I, I'm starting to see a bit of a pattern where thing things come out now, and if there isn't... Like, it's that, you know, it's that old adage, you know, um, was it? No, no, any press is good press. So, even if it's even if it's bad yeah. press on it, and it's just sort of like it just seems manufactured at this point, where it's yeah. you know like how how many people like what I've heard about Dharma is the there seemed you know from internet headlines there's conversations around um, glorifying these serial killers with these TV shows, and it's just like. Okay, well, you're probably 40 years too fucking late because I feel like that's been going on for a long time. You know what I mean? So yeah, I mean, I mean, depending on the on the show or the movie, like I don't think Dharma is really glorifying him. It mm. shows the 
the uh, monster he was and the monster sorry. he became. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, it's yeah. finally fucking rung a bell. Yeah, Netflix has been slapping me in the face with that every time I turn it on. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, there yeah. you go. Yeah. God damn. Um, of course I know. Yeah. All right. I, I think, I on, think we are in a sort of age where people are uh, deifying the wrong characters, if you know what I mean. Do you, like, do you think that like, though? Do you think that we've always done that though, as sort of human beings? Um, probably. It's, mean, it seems more prevalent nowadays, though. Like, well, I mean, you know, I mean, look at look when, at Ned Kelly. Like, yeah, you know I mean, like look, the the little oh, yeah, that like, I know I, about I, Ned I Kelly. I feel is, like that's an Australian thing, though. Like, we always like that falls under the the underdog and like stick it to the man kind of vibe. I mean, yes, he was a criminal, but I feel like it's that um fuck you to the man sort yeah. of uh approach that he took well like but I, uh I I, yeah sorry go Keep oh no it's just like if you look at stuff like breaking bad like people love walter white even though he's like a shit person like rick sanchez and rick and morty people like the wrong people are worshiping him as a character he's not a good person like bojack horseman not a good person people identify and like worship him um there, there are characters out there that are like, yeah, they're good characters, but they're not good people. And people tend to gravitate towards them and be like, oh my God, I relate to this person so much. I'm like, should you be? <laughs> yeah. I, I think mm. I think they're mixing up the the word good and entertaining. Because like, I've, I've, yeah. like I've, I've been thinking about this a lot lately and I'm like, like I really over the past like probably eight months and it's being like I think I've told you this before like I'm being very cautious about the content that I'm watching and I'm really trying to pay attention to the characters especially the main characters in these shows and films where it's like are they morally good like like you know what I mean like I I think about Sopranos and I'm like Tony is Tony is a piece of shit, but he's charming in a way that you you can't help but like him because it's like he's got mm. these conflicting he's got these conflicting things. He's the you know when you meet him he's an, he's an underboss of uh, a crime family, but he's also a family man, and it's like he's having this conniption about fucking ducks in his backyard and trying to do everything he can to for this little duck family to make sure that they're comfortable and, and, and safe um, until they leave. And it's like seems to be a contrasting thing, and then that's that's a motif all throughout the all throughout the series. And I'm like, but when you still you still boil it down, it's like he he is he he's a bad man. Like he look he yeah. he kills people for for monetary reasons, and he and he does things he does things in the name of his family that are heinous. And it's like yeah, not not good, entertaining. Mm. but not morally upstanding. But then I'll watch yeah. something like Jack Ryan, um, especially that first season of Jack Ryan with John Krasinski, and I'm like, this is about, you know, CI operatives and, you know, geopolitical sort of conflict. But without a doubt, Jack Ryan is a morally good character, and it's like his morals don't waver throughout that season. But the thing is moral moral crossroads get put in, put into his path but he always stays true to his values which is this is wrong 
and no, that's I'm not going to do that. And it's it it become it becomes a real fucking problem to the point where you know you have another character pretty much calling him a boy scout, you know, flat out being like, you know, you gotta you gotta get that righteous stick out of your fucking ass because this is how the real world works. And he still doesn't want to do it, and it's like that could easily be just portrayed as being, you know, yeah, righteous and not entertaining. But the way that they write it is extremely entertaining because they are they are questions that aren't easily easily answered. Like he's got that high moral ground at one point, but then he has to team up with a a foreign pimp who who basically who gets gets women addicted to drugs, owns a fucking whorehouse and puts them basically in slave labor um as as whores in this whorehouse somewhere in you know a, I, I forget where um middle east somewhere you just said it. <laughs> but um but he has to team up with him with his superior officer they have to they have to use him he's the only person that they can use to get to this family of um family of a terrorist who is running away from them to get to get to them to save them to bring them asylum back in america and also they they're the key to stopping the terrorist so it's just sort of like yeah like you can see he doesn't want to fucking he doesn't want to give this this pimp any fucking money or any leeway it's like we should put a bullet in him and get on our way but i can't because if we do that we don't get the family, then we don't we don't get the terrorist, which then means that terrorist is going to kill more more innocent people. Mm. And it's just like, yeah, that's a moral conundrum. And it's like he he fucking battles with it the entire way through. And then and I'm like, it's is that Jack it's, Ryan? Yeah, it's, I haven't it's, seen that it's yet. It's fucking I gotta watch entertaining it. to watch. Yeah, dude, it's it's really it's really good. It's it's a very good drama espionage. I have a feeling we queued that up when. When you were here last, and then we never, we never ended up watching it. Yeah, because I think I'd watched it just before I came. I watched it again. Yeah, just before and I came it's down. all about let's do everything that you want to do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, but... I, I can't remember. I, yeah. I think I, I there's a good possibility I was just like, ah, I'm not in the mood for this right now. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, no, nah, I think I was like, no, nah, let's not watch it. Yeah. <laughs> But that was yeah. It's it's funny. It's funny. Should mention that, Michael, because yeah, I'm like I, I, I think, I think we've got a natural proclivity to pay attention to the things that are bad, si- simply because mo- most like, especially when it's outside of the law like that, like Breaking Bad and and. Um, you know, Sopranos and things like that. Because reg- yeah, well, like the regular like person—that's not their world. Yeah. Mm. You know, so I can see why. And it's also too the regular person. A lot of those people are very. A lot of these people are very confident as well. Mm. Uh, very outspoken, and a lot of the a lot of people that uh, sort of worship these characters are like, "I wish I was like him," mm. or, or like her, I guess. That's um, a that's a good point. I think the snapping point too, like you watch people like Breaking Bad, where you watch him and he's just such a, like, for lack of a better way to put it, right at the beginning, he's he's a bitch. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right? yeah, like and he, he, he doesn't start off point. as a bad guy. He, yeah, yeah. yeah. he's just like, fuck my life, I'm, <laughs> I'm just yeah. 
you know, it just flips it like he just flips the switch. Which goes, which goes to another sort of writer, Michael. I'm sure you've heard this before, but um, it's another writer saying where it's you know the the best villains um aren't made aren't made they um aren't created that they're, they're made, and it's like yeah, it's like they're they're shaped by by the decisions that they make in the world that they're in. Yeah, you know, it's, it's, you know that, that's why a lot of like just pure evil villains are just boring nowadays. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's it's got going going into that, you know, being cautious about what I watch nowadays because it's like, yeah, look, I I hate saying it, but I'm like, oh, nine times out of ten, when I watch something that's extremely popular that everybody else is watching, I'm like, I can pick the bad guy just from the trailer, and it's and it's usually it just boils down to like, oh, yeah, they're white and they're male, so they're going to be the bad guy. And it's like, without fail, they, they are. And it's like, I feel like the show or film that's really going to subvert that, that's a really big, big show, will be the one that's like, you know, almost goes the opposite way, where it's like, you know, the black guy, the black guy doesn't die first, but the black guy is the gangster and he's the bad guy and he's, he's the villain. <laughs> it's just like, you know what I mean? Like, remember how there was a big fear of not doing that in the 90s? Because you, oh, yeah. you didn't want to be profiling, but now yeah. it's sort of like you're profiling in the other direction. So, yeah, it's inevitably going to go back. man. It, yeah, it, it swings both ways. Mm. I think it will correct itself eventually, but, um, yeah, I... They're not, they're not interesting things to watch when it's just straight up. This guy's just bad for being bad. Like, he's, mm. he's, he's the bully. That's it. End of story. It's like, okay, well, that's not interesting. Like, what made them that way? Why are they like that? It also depends on what you're watching, I guess. Yeah. I mean, if, you, if you're watching something like He-Man, like, who gives a fuck where Skeletor oh. came from? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Exactly. I don't really care about Skeletor's motivations. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Other than other than I know How he was he as a child? Was he abused? Yeah. It's saying that too. I don't really give a fuck about He Man's like backstory either. It's just like I know that you're there to stop you're there to stop fucking uh Skeletor. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> and, and here I am sitting here like when's Shira gonna get her cans out? Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's, I think we're watching two different shows, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> I think you're watching it on a different streaming service than <laughs> Than what we're watching. Uh, hey man, yeah. <laughs> what was it? My brother always used to say "she man and hero," which is <laughs> she just man so and appropriate. Hero. <laughs> <It's> like... <laughs> As I said, I heard I heard something the other day. I said like, that's pretty funny. Um, instead of MCU, they called it MCU. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I heard that years ago. Uh, I was like, oh fuck. Yeah. That's yeah. gonna piss off so many people. <laughs> yeah. Look, I, I, the whole, I, I think, I, I don't know. I'm pretty sure I bitched about this enough, but just the, the, the whole forcing the issue thing. Yeah. It's like, especially with things that are already established, come up with new shit. Like, yeah. don't, don't twist something that's already established into something that's not. Yeah. I, I, yeah, that's right. I think I was bitching about. It. I was probably bitching about this last week or the week before. I think with the Matrix, the yeah. the last yeah. one, 
Yeah. yeah. All right. So we've been there, done that. All right. Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> so what else is new? What else are you watching? Um, I was gonna say I uh, I found I watched uh, Return to Space. Oh, I don't think I finished it yet, but that was just due to me sort of sticking it on when it was really late. But most of Return to Space on Netflix. That was a really, really interesting documentary. Um, just about Elon Musk and the, the privatization, like the you privatization return, of return to Mars. No return to space. Oh, okay. So it's basically his struggle with trying to actually get back into orbit period. Like, mm. this is before Mars. So, um, yeah, I, I highly recommend watching it, but I didn't realize how close that all was to not happening. Like, he had mm. three failures. Um, he, he, he had, he had only, apparently he, he only had enough outlaid money to do three launches like for three rockets right mm. and they all explode they all they all fucked up yeah in a nutshell so he said fuck it and i think he pumped everything into another one and for, and i think that was the uh, i i gotta watch it again because I'm, I'm getting fuzzy because a lot of this i watched while i was tired but basically i think it was the the final one that, that worked and then NASA got on board and said, all right, we'll, we'll give you some money now. Yeah. Now that, now that you've done it, we'll, we'll give you so many, you know, millions or billions or whatever it was. Well, I think they, to, they, gave, they gave him a contract, didn't they? To, to ferry people to the ISS. Yeah. So there was, it was two. So I'm only at the point now where it was, there were two astronauts that, that were basically, the f so the first, so there were there were the two first people that he he was actually trying to get there, and yeah, it, it was just it was really good. So like they're they're on it at the moment. I haven't seen I don't yeah I haven't seen them come back yet or anything, which they obviously did because it wasn't on the news or anything. But <laughs> so, no, people have people have come back down from from yeah so. So, but basically the journey, uh, I think, and just, um, I don't know, but everyone's got their, everyone's got their opinions on Musk and, you know, he's still a, a billionaire tyrant and all this sort of horse shit that, that people come out with, but I don't know. I, I don't, I don't know the guy. I don't know what goes on behind the scenes, but there's a lot people, there's a lot worse people out there with a lot more money. So I, <laughs> I. You know. No, I I would say there's probably not so many people out there with a lot more money than him. But <laughs> like, oh yeah, 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 yeah. No, no, sorry, yeah, no. I I phrase that terribly. There's yeah, there's no, lot, no, no, yeah. There's, there's a lot. There's a lot worse people out there with a with a lot of money doing like yeah, doing you know, a lot worse. Doing doing a lot worse things. Yeah. It, yeah. yeah. No. Uh, I, yeah. I, I don't know. Like like my my interest in space, I guess, kind of automatically. Uh, makes makes him 
uh, <laughs> gives him an auto pass for me because it's just like the uh, yeah he's trying to trying to do this thing so it was just like it's it's automatically like I I don't know what what he's like I, in his I, private life or what he's doing but because of him we're we're as a as a uh, as a species we're doing it again really yeah so, well just just I look I I, f- I follow that fairly closely not not for Musk's sake just more for the the space aspect I think I think I really do think we're living in a um you know a um age of age of tomorrow 2.0 where it's you know the space race and um without without the conflict it's like you you got the privatization of space exploration where you know you have jeff jeff bezos got, richard branson you got and elon musk Rush, sort of. russians and americans on the same space space station so you know that's, that's Which, pretty cool this is this is what dumbfounds me about musk like look i i understand i i totally understand he's a billionaire and um the the disdain for the wealthy at the moment because there, there is there is a there is an, an immense gap where the, there is no more middle class so i understand the the hatred of him in that regard but um just when you when i localize it to sort of america um what i what i found out about musk was especially with spacex um before space before nasa got on board with spacex and um once SpaceX sort of got that Dragon capsule and the the return rocket down pat, they the Americans were only they could the only way for them to put people on the ISS was through Russia. So Russian yeah, that's in the documentary. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. then Musk is the thing that got them yeah got them off of that. Yeah, and I was just sort of like, what I'm so, saying. They, he that's he got them. Yeah, he he basically got them back back up there yeah and i was like and then and then they're launching from florida to the fucking iss and it was just sort of like florida florida and texas i think and i was just sort of like look sure just localized to america like you think about how many fucking you know when i think of america i think look it's extremely divided at the moment but you would think that they would be able to especially with the war in russia going on at the moment as well where it's like every American would be like, yeah, no, fucking, we don't want to rely on Russia for anything, so this guy got us off of, you know, putting us back in space and putting Americans in fucking space. Yeah. One, just, one of like, the astronauts why would they said, be praising him? Like, one of, I don't One of the astronauts it. said she, she was asked, like, um, she was asked what, uh, what, what, uh, what should someone do? Like, I think a kid asked her, what what do I need to do if I want to become an, an astronaut or something? And she's her answer was learn Russian. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Because it was like the yeah. Russians were the only ones still. Russia and China, I think, were the only people sort of the only countries you know launching what, people in space. You know what tugged uh, the the old heartstrings? The the footage of the fucking the launch pad getting demolished when Which when America pad? decided the 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 shuttle launch pad. When they decided oh, they were Cape no longer Canaveral. doing it anymore, and they yeah. fucking, they fucking, you're watching them uh, tear it down, man. Like they fucking blew blew it up, and the 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 
fucking spires like were yeah. were um collapsing. It was like, oh my god, that's <laughs> that's that's heartbreaking. I like yeah. Doesn't even belong to me. <laughs> it's fucking well, it's, devastating. It's history, right? Like, yeah, right. You, you, you like just, fuck. You think you think about like all the Apollo missions, all the Saturn Saturn missions. They you know they were yeah. the Germany missions. They they launched from there, and it's like all that history is gone. That and, was another thing what? too. The the development in in um the booster rockets coming back. That like yeah, that's that's Dude, on must seen, too. Ten percent, but see, ten, it costs ten percent. But to, this is this is to, why I think he he is like severely misunderstood. Like that he sees things that are impossible, and he's like, oh yeah, I'll fucking I'll do that. Like getting getting a getting a a booster capsule to launch to land back how it fucking launched upright it's like dude okay i'm sure they would have played the videos on the on the documentary but i'm like i've watched them on youtube as they as they were doing it and i'm like it looks like it's just played in reverse i'm like that is that's yeah but when you watch how many fucking when you watch how many fucking fell over or blew up the launch like yeah the actual landing pads or the, the the ships or whatever they're fucking landing on, to yeah. the point where they figured out what like every failure led leads to a learning curve, right? Yeah, and look, to so be... that, that's his that's his whole ph- philosophy yeah. is the more it fails, the more we learn. And look, to to be to be really fair to it's like he he isn't the one you know crunching the numbers, uh, the engine oh, no. exactly for no, that. No, no. Like no, he's no 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 hundred hundred percent. Yeah, he's yeah, sort of gathering the people for it and funding it like he's incredibly smart i think he i think he does have a engineer's background um i don't know what sort but i doubt it's fucking aerospace i mean he gets involved but yeah he's not the yeah it's, yeah. it's almost it's almost like the bill Burton. yeah steve steve, steve jobs, jobs. <laughs> yeah it's yeah. Like, definitely steve jobs-esque where it's just sort of like big yeah, little he's... big little get on it <laughs> yeah He's more the composer than fucking anything else. Yeah. He's not he's not the fucking uh, saxophone sol- but, soloist. But that ro- rocket coming back, it's like hitting a fucking needlehead uh, yeah. you know, in a in a haystack. It's it's it really is amazing. It's um yeah. when you think about like what what's involved, it really is amazing. Yeah. That, that he's done that. Yeah. That's um I'm I I He's one. He's one billionaire that I'm. I'm all for being like, yeah, I fucking yeah, give him more money then. Like, if he's gonna be doing this shit, it's just like, yeah, yeah, okay. Like, I I get it, but when it's like you're talking about other, you know, you know, was it Saudi billionaires that are just building fucking skyscrapers in Dubai? It's just like, yeah, man, like who gives the fuck? Like, because there was one of the things, right? Like, so one of the things they talked about too is like NASA. NASA was meticulous about getting everything right before they tried something. <laughs> yeah, that's why their Where, Artemis missions have been so fucking piss poor. But yeah, but fine. he was he but he was all about like like launching like get, making thing not not deliberately making things fail but embracing the failures so he could learn from them. And then I think yeah. that's part part of what what is like you know, I guess 
if you're investing, you're thinking, well, shit, like, what a fucking waste of money. Well, NASA, you know, NASA it's a government, it's a government organization. Yeah, so yeah, tax, no, no, tax no money, 100%. So, yeah. But, but the guy, that rocket return thing, I think they, they did the numbers, I, I think I said before, it's like 10% of the cost or something now. Yeah. Like, I don't know, I feel like they, what did they, what was the cost of getting, was it, uh, a billion dollars per person or something to get them into into space? Uh, uh, they they put out a number. Yeah, I can't remember. I can't remember what it was now, but it, it astronomical figures, yeah. right? Oh yeah. Like if you can if you can shave ninety percent of that cost off, then. I don't know. I feel like all the explosions and all that shit has sort of paid for itself. Yeah. Well, like, like somebody, I did, I saw a documentary a while ago on it, and they were saying, somebody put it into real fucking layman's terms, where they were like, look, what Elon Musk done with the that booster rocket, with it returning, is the equivalent of, like, before that, what we used to do is the equivalent of, you want to fly from New York to Los Angeles... So you build a plane in New York, you fly it to Los Angeles, and then you just blow it up. And then when you want to go back to yeah. New York, you build you another para- plane. You, para- and you, you go- parachute everyone out and blow the plane up. Yeah, and I was just like, yeah. Yeah, I was just like, Jesus Christ. So it was like, obviously, and I was like, that's that business world too, I feel like creeping into a privatization where it was just sort of like, okay, well, here's an expense which we can sort of cut here. Like we can we can get some get some revenue back for it. So it's like this is a big problem. So how do we fix it? And it's like he also inspired a lot of private companies to get on board. Like because once he started doing it, oh so yeah, it felt, it felt like everyone like that was something that that happened in the documentary too. Is like once he was successful, there were just you know so oh. many others. But that's that's what that's what free markets do because it it's, it essentially just sets up. Like that, you think about it. That technology for that for that booster rocket to return how it does did not exist. Oh, I just so, meant I just meant to get into to get into orbit. Like, period. Like oh, once really? he did yeah. that, yeah. Before before the the rocket, he figured out like the. I, I know I keep saying he, and we all know that it's not just him, right? But <laughs> but he's responsible essentially. Yeah, well, he's the head but of once, SpaceX, so. Once, once, once he made that like rocket come back. Um, oh yeah, yeah, sorry. So before that happened, like private companies were starting to be like, like get involved a lot more. I feel like that's what what uh, the documentary was saying. So like he, it was like there was a lot of blood, sweat, and tears on on his uh, like behalf before it was successful. And once it was successful, I felt feel like they were saying like that's when other companies started getting like not involved with him but trying to do more themselves yeah be yeah. like oh shit yeah it, it can be done Let, let's do it yeah <laughs> you know oh yeah 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 definitely uh, it's like you got to think about like what that does then for the economy as well it's just sort of like yeah it has a flow-on effect there uh, i can feel michael seeding <laughs> I don't know. I think he's going to bed. <laughs> no, I'm here. I'm sorry, man. That's all right. Uh, yeah. But I, I hope, 
I really hope we can get to Mars while I'm still alive, because that would yeah. that would be awesome. I think we will, man. I, I I honestly think we will. I reckon the next well, in this decade, like before 2030, I think we'll see a lot of leaps and bounds with space technology. Well, when I say while I'm still alive, I'm not talking about a natural human's lifespan. I just mean while my health permits. You know, like. <laughs> Before I drop dead of all this fucking shit I'm eating, which Before could be I, yeah. could be two weeks or it could be twenty years. So I don't know. That's that's the game I play. It's Russian yep. roulette with my health. Loading a six barrel into my fucking heart uh, with cholesterol and just firing away. Is that what you're saying, Dave? Cholesterol and alcohol and yeah. <laughs> should 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 we talk about melancholia? I was going to say, is this all making Michael feel a little bit melancholy? <laughs> no, I'm fine. Like, it doesn't <laughs> You fucking, you told me last week you know, that you wrote notes talking for Talking about so- this shit doesn't, movie. like, depress me. I just, I don't have much to say on the subject, that's all. <laughs> no, I know. No, no, I know. It's just that, like, I was looking, said, for, I was looking said, for a segue. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, but you've said some things before about, like, uh, I think indicating not liking Elon Musk and I'm like, oh maybe we're fucking Yeah, he's a fucking man child. <laughs> <laughs> I like how that's a, that just brings levity to what me and what me and Dave were saying though. Like you just bring him a down it's just like, nah fuck him. Like <laughs> yeah. Oh look, he's doing good things in terms of like space and all that bullshit, but man, he's a fucking <sighs> I hundred percent agree with you. I actually hundred percent agree with you. But but like I said, I think I think I automatically give him a pass because he chose space. <laughs> like, I think yeah. it's just it's just pure like comparison to everyone else. Where it's just sort of like, well, you know what? On the scale of how I measure things, I'm like, you're the closest thing to Batman that we've got because I can see you're trying to do good. Like, and you're not, like, <laughs> being a fuckwit. Like, you're still being a fuckwit, but you're also being like, yeah, but here's, here's a little bit of good I'm trying to do. So, like, okay. Yeah. Well, maybe. Yeah. For me, it's just none of these other fuckwits chose space. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, like like I said, good on him for doing that shit, but fuck, dude, yeah. he needs to stay off Twitter, you know? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that's going to happen because he's buying the cunt. Yeah, he's buying the fucking thing, yeah. Yeah. It's yeah, funny you say Manchild so, yeah. because there, was, there were clips about him like dancing, like whenever any anything good happened, like the reporters are like, "Are you gonna dance?" And I'm like, "Oh god, that's so fucking cringe." <laughs> it just like it just goes more to my point about being a manchild. It's just all like I don't like Twitter, so I'm gonna buy it and I'm gonna change it. <laughs> That's, he's that's a, he's literally like your like... average. He's a, he's your average sixteen-year-old Rick and Morty fan. That's all he is. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, wait a look, wait look, a wait us home. <laughs> get us out into space. Get us to Mars. Just shut the fuck up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. and build rockets. Fucking space. Yeah, exactly. Boy. Get out of the public eye. We Stop don't want to see about you. Buying this fucking cesspit of a social media platform and get to work, you dickhead. We want to read about you, not not oh, see you do it. Fucking <laughs> hell! Name your kids something fucking normal too. Oh, that his... that irritates me. I just saw like wait wait wait, wait 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 what's his kid's name? I don't like even know. Like his last kid with Grimes, I think is named like. Oh, is he still with her? Like... No, they broke up. Oh, okay. Yeah. But like they 
What's it? It's named something really weird. I like how I yeah. It's I like how I don't know. Twelve or something. Yeah. Shit. <laughs> I like how I don't know if they're still together, but because they're like rich and famous, I'm like, oh, they're still the. Are they still together? <laughs> like, it's, it's it's automatically implied that once you get past that level of fame and fortune, you're only supposed to be married for a year or less. <laughs> Yeah, well, yeah, there's something to that, because it's just like, I don't know, there's how many fucking billionaires are there? Like, all the ones that I see, all the, like, millionaires and shit, like, the uber-fucking-wealthy, it's like, all of them are in the news because their relationships of, you know, I mean, so-and-so's getting a divorce or, or whatever, like, yeah. I'm, I'm hard-pressed to think of one that's still... Beyonce and Jay-Z. But even then, they weren't fucking... Shaky. I feel like they're just together for the pop culture aspect of it. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not. Sh- yeah, they're I'm stronger not, I'm not together. Sure. Than I don't follow separate. it, but I haven't heard that they broke up yet, so I automatically assume that they're still together. Well, was like someone came out like years ago, like he cheated on her, and her sister fucking uh, hit him in an elevator or something like that. Ah, I can't remember. Did she? Did she write a song about it? Oh, I'm sure she would have. I'm sure she would have hired somebody to write the song. Wait, Hugh Jackman, but his, is his wife famous? Hugh Jackman. I don't even know who. Oh, Kinda. yeah, no, Hugh Jackman and uh, Deborah, Deborah something. Yeah. Is she famous? Uh, yeah, she's, she, she's a theatre actress, I'm, I believe. Um, but famous, though. I wouldn't say, not, not to the level of fucking Jay-Z and Beyonce, that's for sure. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I think that, that might possibly have something to do with it maybe i don't know yeah. oh look there's definitely outliers that are there it's just like i i just think about like you're the, an outlier yeah i am yeah yeah i'm a maverick i don't live by yours or so come back yours. in and lie no. lie to my face <laughs> lie in just don't like lie being out in a fucking contrarian how about that anyway Let's see. <laughs> Michael, you said that you actually wrote down stuff for Melancholia last week. Yeah, well, let's let's get through you two first. Okay. <laughs> let's, let's no, I was gonna I was gonna say this is your puppy. You pick it. You you kick it off. Nah, you guys go. No, nah, let's let's start let's start with the bad, then we'll end with the good. Should have should have made you guys go first with hustle, so I didn't seem like a dickhead frothing about it, and then I got to listen to you two. <laughs> Bring you, you down to earth. All over oh, look, babe, it's, it's a good movie, but it's no Elon Musk. All right. Just... <laughs> nah, yeah. Look, I I I'm a little bit conflicted about this film. Um, I I get the part one, part two, like, in sort of the mental health aspect and stuff. Look, and I'm not going to lie, I had to look up what sort of mental mental health things he was actually directly referring to, where it's like um, part one with Justine, Kirsten Dunst's character is what it was, massive depressive disorder, is that it? MDD? Is that what it's... Manic, manic, depressive. manic depressive. Well, it's more just depression in general, really. Yeah, and then part two was generalized anxiety, I believe, mm-hmm. disorder. Wait, wait, um, why, where'd dad? you get that from? I had to read it. <laughs> I, oh, like, okay. I can't remember where I read it from, <laughs> but I had to look it up because I was just sort of like, I know there's something more here. I just don't know. I'm not smart enough to know what. It's not smart enough. Well, you don't even way. have to be smart enough. Like it, like people that know, know. 
Yeah. I guess. Well, it's it's like those those conditions. I look. I I don't. I don't think I know anybody with those conditions. If I do, they haven't told me. So, it's not really in my world. I don't. I don't know what the symptoms are of them or, or anything like that. So, um. I when I. Well, I read that and I thought back. And I was like, oh yeah, like I get that. That's 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 pretty good. Um, I do like that. But the thing that irritated, and I liked how they sort of crossed over, where sort of Justine, like you, you had that impeding doom of melancholia all throughout part two, but it was barely there in part one. But Justine was the focal point, and it was sort of like we're focusing on her her disorder and you can see that Claire is sort of a real pillar for her but then part two comes comes by Justine's gone through that that um I guess what's a appropriate word um Turmoil? yeah she's well she's had her phase I guess like yeah that's probably of of that that depression and gone through it and gone beyond it and then just sort of feeling well, she, nothing. She doesn't go beyond it, but yeah, she she stays in it, but it it numbs her. She she yeah. seems resigned to her fate, I guess. That's yeah, that, that's that's what I was. Yeah, you you worded it a lot better than I did. Um, like I said I'm halfway to a stroke tonight. Um, <laughs> and and Claire. And she beca- she ends up becoming the pillar for Claire in that in part two because then Claire's sort of disorder really takes takes effect with melancholia like impeding on it. Um, I was like I really like that aspect. The thing that irritated me the absolute fucking most in this was this was what a two hour and change film pacing hundred and thirty minutes. Please say pacing. I might do. I think. I think if you were to cut this film with just dialogue and be be be, you could even be a little bit liberal with with the sort of static shots of like people looking off in the distance and stuff. I reckon you could put it put it up in like thirty minutes, and it's like that's what you're. I reckon the I reckon the opening scene was about two oh, hours dude, too that, long. That eight minutes, <laughs> that that that, that was opening credits of eight minutes of just sort of static oil painting shots sort of motion captured i was just like i liked it for about uh, a minute yeah yeah for for a minute and then after that i was like uh i was like it was also the come on the combination with the music i was just like this is yeah this is putting me to sleep like this isn't i i'm i'm not interested i'm really not interested um which doesn't really set a good tone for the rest of the film for me, anyway. Um, yeah, I felt like I felt like it was a terrible opening. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, well, yeah. What do you What do you think, Dave? What do you think of the film? Ah, uh, it's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> um, there's two really good reasons why I like this movie. Yeah. Yeah, yeah no. okay. No, okay. You get it? All right. <laughs> <laughs> nah, but in, in all seriousness, um, the opening shot of her face, I thought, was fantastic. She had a Mona Lisa look on her face, man. It was brilliant. Like, 
I actually, and then the shit falling down behind her head. That that's what. So as far as an opener goes, I almost feel like they could have just fucking cut away from that and been golden. Everything after that was just like way too, like it just too long. I I don't know. I well, as just... always, I just I, I know this is someone's someone's puppy and they've they've worked at this and they're trying to make it something but god damn it was just it was drudgery well this is the thing like i looking looking into why that why that was the way that it was um that opening and this is the thing that irritates me afterwards is like i i had to search this out to explain it where it was like it's sort of they're based one it's foreshadowing what's to come well, not even foreshadowing isn't the right word. It's it's flat out showing you, yeah, flat out showing you what what you're about to see. Um, key moments in the film, and but they were all sort of based off of famous artworks, like um, you know, old Victorian artworks. Yeah, so you've got and to be just, a little bit more cultured to enjoy. Yeah. Maybe that's maybe that's why I didn't. And that's that's <laughs> the thing that irritates me with things like this i'm just sort of like yeah it just seems to be for a very specific audience so i i I did like i did like bits of it though i like that it had its moments like i i I enjoyed like the limo the limo was great i fucking love the limo the the part where so that the 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 husband's starting to stress out about the limo getting through this fucking really narrow driveway and she starts laughing right and i'm like that's really great tension breaking right there and then they end up just making out and i'm just like that's fucking awesome that's in that situation i would hope that my wife would just want to like forget that shit and just start making out but then they after they stop doing that then they start like trying to work the problem right so they're trying to talk to this driver who can't hear him. i think i think the limo scene is probably the the most enjoyable scene out of the whole movie for me i don't i don't remember really enjoying too much after that but you know they, they they're working their problem and then they get out and then he tries to drive it and then she tries to drive it and it was pretty comedic because she's like how do i like the the driver's like, oh, be careful! This is my car, right? Like, so she gets in. She's like, oh, how do I do? Blah blah blah. And I'm like, this is pretty funny, right? Like, because if you could put yourself in this situation, that would be ultimately fun. Like, if someone's paying for a wedding, you don't give a fuck what happens to that limousine. It's insured. <laughs> that that would be a fun scenario i i would i would have thought yeah anyway but yeah it was it was it was interesting in how it played out like she turns up and the sister's like um you're late and they they don't even explain she's just straight into apology mode like i'm sorry right um and then from then on there were interesting bits where i was just like why is this happening this way and I was like, ah, oh, okay, I'm starting to get it. But yeah, um, 
I think going into it, I was just like, I better see this these fucking planets collide by the end, or I'm going to be fucking pissed off. And it happens in the in the the uh, right at the beginning, and I'm like, yeah, I could probably turn this off because <laughs> I've seen it. <laughs> so, Michael, what 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 is it about this film that you love? Uh, it's very relatable, first yeah. of all. Um, as someone who goes through anxiety and depression, it's quite real. Uh, it's very beautiful as well. Mm. Um, it it's um the the first half of the movie. Uh, I I imagine both of you were very frustrated with it. I suppose uh, it's it's a very slow movie. Yeah, um, it didn't pick pace... up. I felt until like halfway through. Yeah. Um, watching, watching it again for the second time, I, I felt, you, you can feel Justine's, um, mindset, the, that whole thing with the wedding, like it's late, she's, they're off schedule, two hours behind. The first thing she does when she gets there is say, sorry, she thinks it's her fault, you yeah. know, and, and throughout that whole wedding, you can see she's tired. She doesn't want to be there. She's kind of over it and like that's what it's like with someone that has uh depression slash anxiety in in those sort of situations and like there there are people there that are trying to help her uh that are trying to get through to her and it's just not working like she she appreciates the effort she's she's constantly saying you know i'm i'm having a good time like i don't want to be a burden on Mm. anybody but she's falling asleep she's going off by herself she like she just wants to be on her own she wants to be away from it all and like that's stuff that i relate to on a very very personal level just like, just I... sidetracking a bit but like when you talk about her turning up she apologizes i i thought it was funny she didn't try to explain yeah because she doesn't need to she she's not like trying to defend herself she already yeah, admits yeah exactly that it's her fault. Like, yeah she, she's not even gonna fight it she's already yeah. she's um, already operating from a place of guilt yeah, like, like that, that's, yeah, yeah. That, that, that is that is something what, what anxiety does. That so I do that. Like I apologize for yeah. things that what like they're not. It's not within your control hmm. whatsoever. Yeah. Anyway, so sorry, sorry. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> We're <good>. sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Explain yourself, motherfucker. <laughs> that was um, that was within our control. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, it, it's also like, cause you know, it's not the only movie that touches on this subject, right? Like, but mm. it's not, it's different in the fact that like a lot of these movies, they have this sort of grand scale to them where like the hero overcomes their depression or like the comes mm. overcomes the, whatever the metaphor is like the big bad guy is like the symbolism of their own mental bullshit. But like mm. in this movie, it's really not, it's like. It, it, like the planet itself, it's this like looming oppressive presence that that can come and go. You know, mm. it, it w- comes in waves and back and forth. Same as anxiety as well. Um, like the second half, there's a lot of aspects to it with Claire's character. Um, you, you see a lot of the time she's very uh, twitchy or very sort of just like hyper aware of everything, and you know, she, you, you see her taking. Uh, very quick, very short breaths a lot, which is what happens when you're having like a panic attack or an anxiety attack. Mm. It it almost seems like the second half of the movie was just one long panic attack for her, Um, which I thought was kind of interesting. Like the planet itself, 
um, sucking away the atmosphere, literally taking your own breath away to make you feel like you're you're suffocating, you know? Um, yeah. Uh, other than that, uh, it's, yeah, like I said, it's a very beautiful movie. Um, very, yeah, very, I, I very melancholy. I, I got to admit, I, I do mm. appreciate, like, aspects of it explained like that because I just totally totally uh lost on me i guess but yeah but and still, look, it, still it's it's an acquired taste like it's not everybody's right cup you of know, tea. especially like i i will i wouldn't agree with your opinions on the opening because i still like it but i get where you guys are coming from and how right. uh i guess once the word once again would be frustrating it would be to to sort of sit through that and be like this had better be worth it <laughs> i guess so, <laughs> um <laughs> listening to your talk about it it's like yeah like like that's not i i read a lot of what you said is like i i read sort of after the fact mm. from sort of people having to break it you know break it down for me further um mm. and you you added a quite a few things that um they they missed as well as the i think the the epiphany that i had as you're talking about it though listening to you is like I think that's that's why why I ultimately get frustrated with it is because just taking that first half for example where it is it's meandering mm. it's it, it it's is exhausting yeah it's exhausting and it's like I understand that this is a metaphor essentially for ultimately what that what Kirsten Dunst's character Justine is going through as well. It's like mm. it's it, it would be incredibly exhausting for her to live her life like that. Yeah. Also, incredibly exhausting for the loved ones. Um, with her. Yeah, like everyone yeah. is just so yeah. fucking tired by the end of it. Yeah, like that that little scene where they're like, "What about the beans and the giant?" She's like, "Fuck it off!" Like I don't care. <laughs> yeah, and it's like, like I I get that. The problem that I have with it is like, I feel like it's lazy. It's like that, like, there is a much, I feel like there's a much more cohesive way of doing that, where it's like, I feel like you're, I don't think I'm the fucking smartest person in any goddamn room I walk in, so far be it for me to, to break down this film, but I feel like if I'm not getting it, if I have to go somewhere later on if i have to go read what other people have have somebody else break it down for me i'm like well mm. then you've missed the mark well like, after after Mar listening to marsh i'm just like oh yeah all right yeah but that makes that makes more sense it's yeah. it's, it's extremely ambiguous yeah it, yeah, it yeah. makes more sense yeah, yeah. like obviously yeah. when i explained it the way i i the way i saw it yeah it makes right. more sense yeah. but like if you're like carl carl is right in the sense that like if you're sitting there watching this any movie right and you come out of it going, I have no fucking idea what that was about, then to you, that movie has failed in its message. Yeah. 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 It's, yeah. It's essentially, essentially, that's my, that's my grab with it. In saying you know, that, it's like having, I'm not opposed to other people fucking loving it. You know what I mean? Mm. Like, it's just, it, it is, like you said, it's a personal, yeah. it is a personal film. Where it's yeah. Like, I mean, it, it, it is, about his own depression as well. 
Yeah. So. I read I read that somewhere too. Yeah, it was like I actually I listened to I don't know if it was a bit taken from like audio commentary from the DVD or something, but it was him talking about it and it was quite um yeah, it was quite it's quite profound. I was like, "Oh yeah, like you can see how personal this was for him. Personal of a film this was for him, especially mm. the Justine character, more so yeah. than more so than Claire." You know, you know what was um, uh, towards the back end of it that really interested me is like Claire's desperation to to get in the car and like fucking go somewhere, and that really intrigued me because I thought faced in a situation like this, right? It's such a human, um, it, it's such a natural reaction to panic. But where where do you go? Like what? Do you, yeah, like, I think it, I think it, for it, her, she just wanted to be around other people. She didn't want to be alone. Right, right. But but that panic mode sort of thing, it just it it, it intrigued me like to the point where if this was playing out, like I think there would be a lot of people that would just be like, we got to get to to safety because naturally that like any natural disaster that happens on the planet people want to get to safety yeah well natural instinct is to survive right yeah so a natural universal disaster (laughs) like like that like two planets (laughs) colliding and you're trying to get in the car to go somewhere it's so redundant it's like it's like just fucking pull up a deck chair and just watch it happen. Yeah. <laughs> well, that does that does become an interesting thing because I was thinking about that and I was like, would you, would you, would you bow out like the husband, or would you go out I'd bow like out the like woman? Justine? Yeah, I think I think I'd be a lot. I'd be a lot. I, I'd 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 like to think that I would try and help someone like a child feel safe in that moment and be calm in in what i was doing um i'd like to think that i wasn't uh was it claire sorry yeah claire i think i think i would be i think i could i could accept the inevitable um easily not to say that it wouldn't freak me out i think it would but i don't think i would hit panic mode and just do really stupid things i think you'd be in a very very tiny minority that day yeah i just don't, I, I think I just, i'd honestly be there with you but i think uh like 98 percent of the people on yeah, this planet, like if they a, knew death was coming they would fucking freak out right oh, right society would absolutely collapse yeah i would try to convince as many women as as i could to just get, get the cans out like let, <laughs> let's have a look <laughs> like this <laughs> There's five minutes left. Come on. Cut to the world time. ending and Dave's just on the internet. Like <laughs> <laughs> on the internet. I'm driving around in my car. Show us your tits. <laughs> yeah, I I think I would be I think I would be the same. I think I would just be sort of If I knew especially if it was like there's days left, I'd be like, you know what? Uh, I'm just gonna do the things that I I really like doing like say fuck you to the people you've always wanted to oh not even that dude not even get spiteful I think honestly I think I would just be like ah uh, there are some people that deserve it I think yeah I think I, I think oh. I would just get get be with Annalisa and be like 
oh, let's go back home to the family, spend a day day each with everyone, and then on that last day, I go, we just we just <laughs> on eat that last and... day, go to Dave's, <laughs> <laughs> and we yell at women to take their tops off. <laughs> no, like we're, I... we're we're either gonna drive around aimlessly or get. Terribly drunk. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's no, like... I think I think I would do. I think Why I would just, dude. I, I think I would just be eating right? everything that I want to fucking eat, dude. Like we can all drink, the drive all the cheese. Like who gives a shit? Yeah. So I mean, all the things that you that yeah, I hold myself back from doing on a daily basis because I'm like it's unhealthy. I think I'd be yeah. doing it. Right. Pants would yeah. suddenly become optional. KFC oh. to like puke yeah dude especially if it was summer and it was hot i'd be like yeah dude i'm not i'm not wearing pants for the rest <laughs> of my life ever again and it's like there's only five days left and it's like yeah i said for the rest of my life i'm not wearing pants <laughs> even even pooing i will just shit like a horse i will just walk and shit and keep that was in a fucking <laughs> oh god help us. Uh, actually I don't want to hang around you on the last days. <laughs> I want some level of comfort for myself <laughs> I would be rubbing uh, poo that, on everyone's face <laughs> that was another that was another interesting uh, moment too when like Claire's talking about the person that didn't turn up for work and Justin's like well does he have family mm. Like, and then I was just like, ding. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, yeah, he's going to be with his loved ones because we're all fucked. Yeah, because fuck this. <laughs> yeah. I think it's, I think I'm pretty confident in giving this one the thumbs down. Sorry, Michael. It, it is a thumbs down yeah. from me, but it did spark some interesting conversation. Yeah. yeah. Which is... Never, I expected never it. Bad thing. It's fine. Yeah. Um. So what the big question is: Is Dave going to take us into the future, or we we do we do have some film suggestions? Oh no, I'm happy with the film suggestions because I have dropped the ball. Okay. Well. <laughs> okay. Totally well, happy with some film suggestions. Okay. So Stodge. Oh my god. Stodge. Um. Our dear friend Stodge. Shout out to Stodge. He has. He is, is he going to come on? A heap of films. He can if he wants. Um, get we'll him on for one of his... Him. Get him to pick the fucking one he wants most out of the heap. Oh, I don't know. That might be too... Let's, let's just pick it. Let's, let's pick... Because he's given us he's given us a fair bit here. I'm sure he'd be happy with any of them. Because he's, like, he's got a Bollywood film called uh, Three Idiots. He's given no, us I've, all... I've, I've definitely heard about that. I've heard it's really good. I uh, don't really? think I've heard of it. Yeah. I yeah. watched, uh, what was the fucking... Triple R. I watched... Huh? Triple, Triple R. R. Yeah. yeah. While that was entertaining, it was just fucking too long. Yeah, look, so <laughs> I, I haven't, I haven't watched one Bollywood film ever. Uh, I just don't Bollywood, like so. all the dancing and singing in them. Uh, you guys know I'm not real big on musicals, so... I'm there with you, dude. I don't, yeah, I, it's, it rubs me the wrong way. Um, and he's also given us all of the fucking uh, Bond films, so we can watch... I think we can skip those. <laughs> yeah, he's like starting with Doctor No in 1962. <laughs> I was just like, wow, okay. Um, and But one that sort of interested me was um, Samurai Cop. So, because that, <laughs> that's, that's a universally bad film, and I've... 
It's been on yeah, my... I, I think I've seen the trailer for it. Yeah, the tra- but the trailer makes it look oh, so appealing. It's... That's ringing a bell. Okay, so all it sounds it sounds like we're all, we, all of our interest has peaked at Samurai Cop. Yeah, let's watch a bad okay, movie. Let's Fuck watch it. let's watch someone. Let me just let me just pull up the the synopsis so I can I'm just seeing if it's available anywhere first. Oh yeah, that too. So it's uh 1991 film. God, I, this rings a bell something yeah, chronic. Yeah, it's terrible. Uh We've we've talked about this yeah. like either on a pod or off. All right. Um, so synopsis for Samurai Cop. Joe Marshall and Frank Washington are two tenacious police detectives who seek at all costs to stop the Katana, a renegade Yakuza gang composed of violent and sadistic killers who want to lead the drug trade in Los Angeles. Look, gone, just gone from the synopsis, I'm like, this this sounds like a fucking a top, a top crime fucking, you know, cop catching bad guys film. Has has he suggested he suggested this? To, he has. Wait, he has suggested he suggested this. I think years ago. Yeah, he yeah. has to have because I this is this is really hitting some fucking memory memory banks. I'm yeah. Just like, and look, why don't Dave? Do you have anything teed up? Because if we can't find if we can't find a copy of this anywhere, then we'll watch your one. Well, it's streaming on Paramount yeah. Plus, but it's also available on Tubi for free. So. Oh, okay. Well, that's easy then. Just make a Tubi <coughs> account. Yeah, I've got I've got stuff we can watch. Okay, well, then why don't we do that for some of these films, for for just in case, or we even if we could, we probably watch both of them, if he's if he's are up for that. Yeah, fucking why not? Have you have you got anything, Dave? Yeah. Yeah, let me uh, let me just quickly look up. There's one at the top of my list um, that I don't even know what it is. Someone yeah. must have suggested this. There's actually yeah. a Dave Matthews band song called Samurai Cop, um, and <laughs> I really like it. <laughs> That's a really good song. All I don't right. think I'm it gonna... has any affiliation with the... Um, I'm Do just... Yeah, are we are we still doing the the synopsis thing, or do you want me to just tell you? No, let's go with synopsis. Let's see if we see right. if we know it. Right. Um. Oh. Okay. Yeah. All right. So it's on my list. So someone someone's told me to watch this. Oh whether, fuck. It whether... sounds like Dave is learning how to read. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. <clears throat> Emperor. Cuzco is turned into a llama by his ex-administrator oh, okay. Isma and must now regain his throne with the help of Pacha and the gentle llama herder. What the fuck is this, Dave? The usual suspects. <laughs> the usual suspects. <laughs> <laughs> fuck, uh, Christ, so Dave, Dave it, what is it? I thought, em- I thought, Emperor's new group. Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, right. I haven't I, seen it, but like that was a pretty obvious fucking synopsis. Dude, I <laughs> I wasn't have... even thinking cartoon, dude. I was thinking some like nah. Well, that real I, fucking, was I looking at the list? Like seventies <laughs> Eastern film, like that has been lost to time. Looking at the list, I'm just like I I looked it up. I was yeah, like, oh, this Spade, is, that's when I. That's when I was just like, oh, because I was like, that's an animation. Patrick <laughs> <Warburton> <laughs> 
fucking huh? hell. Patrick Warburton as well. This is, yeah, this it's is... a fucking Disney movie, man. They, they would have gotten yeah. some fucking people on it. Yeah. I don't know who told me to watch this. Was it one of you guys? Nah, dude, I haven't, I've never I haven't seen, it. seen it. Yeah, Maybe it was Colin. Colin, Colin throws some out Look, occasionally. I, I have to say, that that 90s... I know this was made in 2000, but like that 90s, probably into the early 2000s of Disney films, Disney animation films, they they were rock solid, man. Like... I, I I can pick up any of those from back then, the big hitters, and still enjoy them. Like I was yeah. I was about to watch Hercules, um, oh, the other man. week. Yeah, dude, because I was just like that. I oh, the that animated being one, solid. Yeah. yeah, that just being so fucking solid. Fucking James Woods, man. Yeah, dude, Kills come me. on. Because yeah, that's that's what that's why I wanted to pick it up because I read somewhere that James Woods apparently improvised all of his dialogue. I wouldn't say all of it, but yeah, a lot of it. Yeah, but I was just like, Jesus Christ, dude. I was like, that's impressive. I, I want to watch the film again, because the, the film was great. It's like Aladdin, too, with Robin Williams. Like, they just they just let him roll when he was yeah. recording the dialogue, so yeah. Yeah, Jim, Jim Carrey gets a lot of that, too. Yeah. Where they just like, yeah, just Why fucking not, go, dude? and we'll record. Yeah. <laughs> Why like... not? They're fucking, they're geniuses that they Oh, craft. yeah. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Like, why... Like, um, I think it was for Liar Liar. They... One of the documentaries... Either was the... I'm pretty sure it was the director. It was just like saying, sometimes we just... I would just let the camera roll. <laughs> because, <laughs> and just let it go for... for you just didn't want to... He's like, I just... I never wanted to, to yell cut. <laughs> it was just like... Yeah. Yeah, if you're filming a Jim Carrey movie, you got to, like, put aside budget for extra rolls of film. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. All right. Well, yeah. Um, I'm, I'm fucking... I'm keen to watch both of these films this week. <laughs> so, yeah, look, I'll, I'll, watch, I'll watch both of them. So, if, if you use, if use only watch one, whatever. But um, we'll definitely we'll definitely watch Samurai Cop. Samurai Cop. Yeah. I'm fucking... I'm looking forward have to we, that. Have we found out where it streams? Uh, Tubi. Tubi or Paramount Plus. Right. Yeah. Tubi's free, but you'll get ads, but he gives a shit. <laughs> Samaria Cop. <laughs> um, Dave just got <laughs> into the group chat. Shut up. Alright, well, fucking... Uh, what was our sign-off? can't even fucking oh, remember. Jesus Christ. I think we Again? just... I think we just <laughs> apologised, right? Like yeah, we just, just say, the apology tour. We're sorry? <laughs>